Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Thank you so much for joining me today, and welcome back for another week. We're already into the which is like the first week, kind of second week of November. Um, Again, 2018 is kind of like heading towards the rear view. So if you, again, if you have financial goals for 2018 and you haven't had a chance to meet them, understand that you don't have to give those goals up. You can transfer them to 2019. And right now you can take the next six weeks to begin to make a plan for how you want to, you know, achieve those goals in 2019, but also acknowledging the things that you didn't do in 2018 that prevented you from actually achieving those goals and make it your plan to actually do better and do different in 2019 so that you're not sitting here in November of 2019 thinking, oh, I didn't achieve my goals for 2019 either. So it's good preparation time. It's a good time to, as you're preparing for the holidays, you're watching, be be mindful, be mindful, be mindful. We're in November, we're talking about Thanksgiving, then we're talking about Christmas, Hanukkah, and all of those traditional holidays at the end of the year. Be mindful of your money. Be mindful of how you're spending your money. When you think about Christmas gifts, do not overcompensate for things for people by giving them gifts you can't afford. Do not run up your credit cards. Do not put yourself in debt over the holidays. The holidays come every year. You'll get an opportunity next year, maybe when you're in a better financial position to do something different. But for right now, plan your holidays out for the money that you have and the ways in which you can afford it. Do not allow the pressure of the holidays to put you in financial stress because we just talked about 2019 goals. If you have goals for 2019, they're really they're really thwarted if you walk into 2019 carrying a bag of debt from Christmas and from the holidays. So try to focus on making the holidays about what they're about, which is family, food, and fun, and togetherness, and, and limit what you do as far as your gift giving to what you can actually afford rather than um, what you think you should do um, for the holidays. Don't be sucked in to it, especially if you're doing it on credit. So that's just a little kind of reminder. I'm gonna give that reminder basically on every episode leading up to the holidays because I just it's just imperative to me that we don't um, ruin our financial journey with these holidays as we as I've seen it happen every year. So also, I want to give a big shout out to everybody in New York City. Um, yesterday was the New York City Marathon, 26.2 miles of grueling New York City pavement. And I want to give a big shout out to everyone who ran the marathon yesterday. It's really a big accomplishment. Congratulations to you for finishing. It is no easy feat to do. And I'm so proud of all the runners out there who kind of went out there, gave it their all, the training, the dedication, a commitment. It's a goal achieved. Check it off your list. You rock. You did it. So um, today's topic is really kind of one of those ones that are inspired for me by social media. Social media, sometimes as I'm on there, I get inspired and sometimes discouraged, but definitely inspired um, for different topics that I talk about on the podcast. And one of them in the topic today is, is definitely inspired by that, is this idea that the only way in which you will ever achieve financial success is to be an entrepreneur. I want to kill that today. Kill it, put it in the ground, and bury it. Entrepreneurship is is a great thing. To be an entrepreneur, to run your own business, to manage your own company, to have your own ideas and do the things and be the person who generates um, a business and then therefore is able to kind of push and make moves that create um, a space for you to earn money where you're not earning money from a, bi- from a, 
a salary that comes from an employer, rather you're earning it through your business. That is a great thing. And for those people who have that spirit and the ability to do that, it is a wonderful thing. And there are people who are entrepreneurs who do very well in life. There are people who are entrepreneurs who are serial entrepreneurs who just do okay. Sometimes their businesses fail. Sometimes their businesses succeed. And that's a spirit that you have to have. They always say, do you have the entrepreneurial spirit? But lately, based on social media, which is kind of making everyone believe they have the ability to be an entrepreneur, which again, wasn't like that before social media. Before social media, people who had that in them would do it. But now, because of social media, everybody thinks they can be an entrepreneur. Everyone thinks that they can be the person who's going to, um, you know, to go and open up a business and be successful and don't work for anybody. And, you know, I see these terrible memes talking about your, your, your nine to five is just, is, is, is paying you in order to give up your dreams and, and, and all kind of foolishness as it relates to this. And, and I say to people, you know, oftentimes in these conversations, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Entrepreneurship is for certain people. Certain people have the ability, skill set, the passion, the wherewithal, the opportunity, the resources to move forward in that space. Some people don't, that's just it. Some people do not have that in them and therefore they cannot be that. Now there are many people who will say to themselves, I don't want to work for anybody, but just the simple desire to not want to work for anyone is not what makes you an entrepreneur. Because when you are an entrepreneur, you do work for someone, you're a consumer. So everybody works for somebody. That's not a reason to be an entrepreneur. That's not a reason to, a reason for you to feel like you need to go into business, you know, I don't want my money to be dictated by somebody else. That's not true either. Your money is dictated by somebody else, the customer or the consumer, or the person who's taking in your product. And you spend a lot of time, a lot more time actually, catering to the needs of that person who is who is your consumer because your very livelihood depends on that person, you know, specifically. When you work a job, or you have a career. I think we need to compare that as well. We need to stop comparing entrepreneurship to having a job and compare entrepreneuring to ha- having a career. Because having a job is a singular thing. I have a job, which means I can leave this job and go do another job. That's a job. A job is a singular thing. A career is a trajectory. It is a plan that is in place that is continuously moving. It is a trajectory. You are in a field and you have a plan, a path and a plan and you move forward and you move up, 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 around, 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 but you stay within a career. That's a career. A job is today I work at Neiman Marcus. Tomorrow I work for AT&T. Um, on Wednesday I work for the bus company. Like that's just a job. I, I not, not that those things aren't careers, but a job is when I don't, I just move from one source of employment to another source of employment. A career again is a much more specified trajectory and path. So if we compare entrepreneurship to career, to having a career, we can put those two, that's apples to apples. And if we say, okay, if you're a person who has a career, and you would like to transition into being an entrepreneur, that's perfectly fine. There are many different ways in which you can do that, many different things you should think about as you're considering that. But never do I want anyone to believe this myth that having a career means you will never be able to truly be financially free. That's not true. The decisions you make with your finances are what make you financially free. Because people always say, you know, you gotta bring in more income, you gotta bring in more income. Bringing in more income is a challenge, particularly if you're not a person who has any other skill set to bring in uh, other income in a very easy way. So if you're a person who is by day an accountant, but you have a skill set where you do hair, 
you can do braids, you can do pressing curls and all that stuff, then that's a way you have a separate skill set, a skill set separate and apart from what you do every day. You can take that and then bring some extra money in. If by day you are an accountant and by night you want to become a personal consultant bookkeeper on the side so that you can make extra money, that's again, taking a skill set, transferring it to an outside and earning more money. But it's just something that every person doesn't necessarily have that opportunity. And so people shouldn't be shamed for this idea that they just want to stay on one career path and that they'll never be able to earn any money that way. It's just not true because, again, the perception of what earned money is, is people go from, they, they, they think they go from a desk job to a puffy. And it's like, I go from a desk job and then I got money like Jay-Z. It doesn't work that way. Jay-Z didn't even get money like Jay-Z for a very long time and been making a lot of different moves within his career. And so I think that we need to take away this perception that the only way to really bank money is to do it through entrepreneurship. I think that there is a really good vibe out there now that allows people to understand that you do you do not have to be beholden to working a job, right? There are ways in which you can, if you have the skill set, energy, spirit of an entrepreneur, there are so many more options given social media and technology that you can actually venture into that in ways that maybe you couldn't venture into it as easily before. Absolutely. But we have to take away this idea that those who those those people who work a nine to five are somehow less enthused about being financially free than those who are going into business. Some people go into business because they see it as easier than working a nine to five, which anytime you talk to any entrepreneur, they'll tell you it's much harder to be your own business owner than it is to actually go to a job every day. And the one doesn't take away from the other. But what we have to understand is that one, some some people are good for one. Some people have a path for one way and some people have a path for the other way. And they and it doesn't mean you can't do both. You could work work a job and work your career at a, with an employer and then you could switch inside. You want to be an entrepreneur and then you can switch back. It, it, it There's no linear, there's no one way. But what I will say is this is important. Financial freedom is dictated by how you spend your money, whether you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, or whether you are a person who goes to work every day and works for an employer. How you manage your money is the key to financial freedom. What you do with the money that you bring in, whether it's the money you earn through a paycheck through your employer or the money you earn through your business, it is what you do with it. There are many broke business owners whose businesses are not failing, but they are broke because they don't know how to manage money. And a lot more Often, people who have trouble managing money when they're in business, they fail faster because they don't know how to manage their personal finances nor their business. The key to any financial freedom, whether you are employed or you are a business owner, is understanding the nuance of how to manage money and being able and willing to make the sacrifices that need to be made in order for you to get to the goals you have of financial freedom. I talked about it at the top of the show, top of the episode, Christmas, holidays. You have to be willing to sacrifice that stuff and say, you know what? I'm not going to put myself in debt to, to, for, for something in this moment. I'm going to stick to my financial goals. You have to be willing to say, I'm going to create a budget for myself that limits the amount of time that I spend out being entertained, the amount of time I go out for drinks, the amount of clothes I buy, the amount of food shopping I do. I'm going to limit those things. I'm going to cook more at home. I'm going to pack my lunch. You know, I did see a meme the other day and someone said people want financial prosperity, but they, and they, but, and they want 
to win as it relates to their finances, but they're unwilling to commit to something simple like bringing lunch every day. How on earth are you expected to to be in this big, great financial place and you can't even commit to the most basic things that save you money financially, which is bringing your lunch? It's like we have to kind of scale things back to our own personal selves and understand that whether you are an entrepreneur or an employee, you are someone who needs to learn how to manage your finances and you need to manage them responsibly. You need to manage them in a way that works for your income and then and then works for your financial goals. You need to take the emotions that come with finances out of out of managing your money and manage it as it is because there isn't any emotion in money as far as the technical. It's math, right? You have A plus B equals C. That's it. But what you find is that people tie so many things to their finances that it makes them make bad decisions and decisions that are detrimental to the financial freedom that they seek and the financial freedom that they claim to want. And that happens for entrepreneurs or for those who go to work every day as employees. There's no one better way. The only thing that is to be understood is that financial freedom comes from being able to properly manage your finances. And that is the truth, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee. So thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to send me an email at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at TheFinancialEmancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.